Hello again. It's Danielle Nicewender, and this is the Beauty School Podcast. You're going to find in this podcast that I anchor back to why a lot, so get ready. On this episode, we're going to break down the purpose of skincare in general life versus skincare for makeup, and that's an important distinction. It's very different. Okay, so general life skincare and makeup artist slash makeup application skincare use different approaches to get a different end result. One is going to be focused on maintaining the health and beauty of your skin long term. The other is focused on maintaining a specific makeup look, usually for a special event for only one day. When you look at it this way, it makes sense that the approach would be completely different. And this week we're going to talk through general life skincare where next week I'll break down skincare for makeup application and makeup in my kit. So first, let's think about the purpose of skincare in real, general life. After a billion years in this industry, including many, many, many working in store, I can tell you that most of you start your skincare way too late. I actually get lots of ladies now in their 50s and their 60s that are coming in to see me for services trying to undo 50 or 60 years of not great habits. And let me just say, at that point, you can do things to help the skin look pretty. But if it took you this long to get here, a handful of services are not going to completely undo that. It's just not. Only drastic things will make drastic differences. Lots of these folks did no home care at all for a large part of their early life, or did very little, like maybe a CeraVe moisturizer, but they weren't very good about washing their makeup off at night, or they didn't wear SPF. When I say folks start too late, I don't mean they're waiting till 50, although some totally are. I mean actually that they're waiting till their 30s to start using actives and real prevention. You can do better, and you should do better. Best case scenario, to maintain your best skin, people should start using product to maintain and care for their moisture barrier in their early teens, like basically when they start to go through puberty. This looks like simple moisturizer. Maybe it's a ceramide serum if they're on the dry side. And definitely, definitely consistent skin cleansing and makeup removal at the very least every evening and SPF every morning. I personally love oil cleansing and getting into good habits about facial massage. So if you're a teen listening to this or you're the parent of a teen listening to this, one of the best gifts you could give to yourself or to your little loved one is the knowledge of how to properly care for their skin. A good rule of thumb if they are in their teens is that unless they have something serious going on like acne, actives are usually not quite necessary yet. So that's one thing that you can kind of set on the back burner until they're older. And feel free to reach out if you do need help figuring out what routine looks right for you. I actually do in-person and virtual consults every single day of my life. We'll be right back. Are you ready for the next chapter? This episode is brought to you by Hairpins and Happiness, a hairstylist's guide to building a successful bridal business. It's a witty book full of sarcasm and encouragement to help beauty pros level up and grow the beauty business of their dreams. You'll laugh, you'll laugh some more, and at the end of it all, you'll realize now you know what to do in this crazy business. Available on Amazon in both ebook and print formats. And let's get social. Follow Hairpins and Happiness on Instagram today. And now let's get back to the show. By the time you reach your early 20s, 
Assuming you have no serious concerns like acne or rosacea, which may or may not need a different approach, it's time to start using a retinol at night, an antioxidant like vitamin C in the morning, and a gentle exfoliator once or twice a week. These things paired with super solid SPF use and moisture barrier tension will really push back the date that you may have genetically been predisposed to seeing signs of aging popping up on your face. In general, I like to recommend to my clients that they choose a retinol product that's gentle enough for their skin to handle using every single night. You can choose higher percents or you can use prescription options, but if the side effects like peeling or dryness or redness are annoying enough for you that you won't want to use it every night, then I'd say switch to a gentler option. If you're not in your late teens or early 20s and also not already doing these things, now is the time to start. And not even necessarily because you want to push back aging. Although I feel like that's about 75% of what I get asked about when it comes to skin and the other 25% is acne. Aging is going to happen to all of us if we're lucky. So it does seem sort of silly to me to spend our whole life afraid of that. But your skin will look and behave its personal best with this type of care and attention. So to recap, as a starting point, everybody needs moisture barrier care, and then everybody needs four actives. SPF is the most important. I like zinc-based, but that's a topic for another episode. Then you need an antioxidant, probably vitamin C, then some type of gentle exfoliation that you're comfortable using once or twice a week, and lastly, a retinol product. You can spend as little or as much as you like on these things, and I'll probably do an episode on each of the ingredients, kind of breaking them down. But for now, keep it simple and start there. And don't skip things. Don't move on to actives until you have SPF mastered, because if you do, you can actually put your skin in a worse place, and nobody wants that. SPF really is important. I want to say one last thing before I wrap this episode, and that is that consistency is more important than anything else when it comes to taking care of your skin. I don't care how much money you spend. I don't care how many products are in your routine. If you are not consistent about using it every day and every night, you're doing very little to help yourself. So now that we're getting into the meaty stuff for these episodes, I'm going to start giving little assignments at the end of each one. Your assignment for today is to find an SPF that you like and start a habit of putting it on every morning before you leave the house. Hot or cold, rain or shine, get that SPF on. If you'd like to listen to these episodes commercial-free, would like to see all the dumb things that I do and say that I edit out prior to uploading, or would like access to visuals, lives, and videos that support your learning for these topics, please consider subscribing to our private Instagram group. You can find the sign-up process and pay for your subscription right through the show notes. This podcast is written, produced, and edited by me, Danielle Nicewender. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite listening platform. And if you'd like to help other beauty enthusiasts find me, please consider leaving a review or sharing about us on socials. It really does help. Thank you so much for being here. This episode was brought to you by Hairpins and Happiness, a hairstylist's guide to building a successful bridal business. It's a witty book full of sarcasm and encouragement to help beauty pros level up and grow the beauty business of their dreams. You'll laugh, you'll laugh some more, and at the end of it all, you'll realize now you know how to handle things in this crazy business. 
available on Amazon in both ebook and print formats. And let's get social. Follow Hairpins and Happiness on Instagram today.